This week on the BAMFCAST, we're about to find out just how many van puns can be made in one podcast. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey! hey. BAMFCAST. BAMFCAST. Episode 408. Yep. Yeah, Numbers and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And there's no BJ this week. No. Um, he's out. Bannon. Yeah. <laughs> he bought a van. He's traveling the yeah. country. Yeah. Seeing the sights. However, what we do each and every episode of this here BAMFCAST is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie, come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them good bad movies and draw about bad movies. They go one to five jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. There's no vans in there. Nope. <laughs> there are big-ass uh, robots, but no vans. <laughs> there might be a van. There, yeah. He did kind of have a space van. There's yeah, like a weird yeah, space, a space there are sedan. Some, spacey van. There are some vehicles. No, not a spacey van. No, non-robotic vehicles. the worst van. Stay away from the spacey van. Really the worst van. Um, however, there are also bad bad movies that stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in giant bags of trash in which they belong. Garbage. Yeah. Just refuse. Throw them into the big can. Yeah. <laughs> like that, with the van. Yeah. That, that sputtered out there. <laughs> Don't get a tan. Throw them in the can and put them in the van. <laughs> Hook them up to your land. <laughs> uh, Don't tell Dan. Or Stan. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> we are going to talk about 1977 Supervan because we're still smack dab in the middle of January. We are so hard in the Hashtag middle of January. January. <laughs> Another in the long line of dumbass ideas that we've come up with. I offered you guys an out. The you first did. and only and we didn't January. Yeah. <laughs> the first the, annual, the first annual. only annual January. At the end of the van, I said, guys. The rest of the movies are just like this. And you were all like, I'd uh, watch another one of those. Listen, we wanted to see some sweet vans. <laughs> we did. I guess we did. This and movie has that. It does. Yeah. This one does have an airbrushed van montage. Yeah. That hey, I, said, an I said it was montage. coming and you're like, no, nah. <laughs> like, we're going to showcase some of that art. And they did a little bit. I just figured this movie seemed to be fucking up a lot of stuff. Yeah. It would probably fuck up the one good thing about these fucking vans. Yeah. But no, it did all right oh wait we usually do a, fuck i'm so out of whack tonight we usually do a plot summary here's, yeah. here's a really quick one okay whatever keep the tradition alive a man named clint enters a solar-powered van called vandora into a competition called freak out here's your fucking plot summary freak out 76 that freak out. it's the second annual freak out it's the second annual bicentennial <laughs> biannual <laughs> yeah they say a whole bunch of dumb shit that doesn't make any sense it's freak out 76 sure yes so that's what all the posters say. Yeah. There's your bicentennial. Not the bicentennial. They haven't been doing this van thing for 200 years because no. there weren't vans. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a guy. There's a guy named Clint. Clint. Uh-huh. He's He's got a van, a normal van. I mean, it's 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 fairly sweet, I suppose. Well, the opening credits are just a convoy of vans all blabbing at each all other. All talking on the CB. Yeah. And eventually they all pass a gas station and the camera stops following the vans and stops on the gas station and follows the man's yes the man's come Name out of the Clint. gas station <laughs> and he's running out and his dad's chasing him he's just like you you come back here it's the family business and i tried to build a life for you yeah. i don't want your life <laughs> and clint's all just like yeah i want my sweet van dad yeah your gas station's gonna get shut down by franchising in 10 years so yeah. suck it dad and so his dad's like you're right here's a wad of cash Enjoy the van life, son. Yeah, he's I wish a, I could join yeah, you. He hands him like forty bucks and yeah. he's like, "Stay in touch." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Good talk, Dad." Yep. <laughs> Time to take off in Morgan the pirate van. Yes. Which, which yes is written on the door in like that uh, that shimmery 
Mm-hmm. I don't I don't even know what material you call it, but they used it on comic books in the early nineties. Yeah. It was like on amusement park rides in the eighties. It was just yeah. that whatever that, that material carnival was. shit, but it was yeah. yeah. Morgan the pirate. But he has like Which, pirate masks inside the van. He has a pirate themed van. Yeah. yeah. And he and he keeps telling his dad, I'm gonna make my living I'm I'm gonna make my riches with this van. <laughs> yeah. But he's got one of those steering wheel knob things, mm-hmm. which I thought were highly illegal unless you were handicapped. I thought that was like a thing that they do. You know, it's like I have one arm. It's... I thought it was a thing that truckers couldn't have, but all truckers wanted to have. Okay. I, I don't know. I just, I mean, I get it when you didn't have power steering. Like, you know, sure. you used to have to turn the wheel a whole lot to get the car to turn. Yeah. But like, I just always thought it was like highly dangerous because, you know, they're hard and they stick up and you can smack your face on them if you have to stop suddenly and mm-hmm. knock out your eyes. or. And you or should keep both hands on the wheel. Sure. That too. <laughs> I suppose, but that, he has he has one of those uh, knobs, and it's like got a pirate lass. It does, it. yeah, yeah. A pirate lass on it. And I guess that's like his good luck charm because yeah, it's important to him later. So yeah, yeah. and but, he's he's driving around, and like everyone wants to talk to him on a CB radio. Oh, it is like I know we normally like exaggerate about the length of times in which boring shit happens in a movie, but this is actually <laughs> ten to twenty minutes of just CB gibberish. Yeah, well, we've had that like the five minute opening credit sequence right. of just vans all fucking just talking to each other about mm-hmm. their dumb bullshit, and then so we had the one dialogue scene, Clint and his dad, and then Clint drives off, and then it's just random van misadventures of just like, hey, ye, ye, look out for Smokies because they're gonna get you, and Clint's like, yeah, cool, break one nine, thanks. Mm-hmm. Now there's Roger. a lot, there's a lot of CB gibberish being said. Uh, However, there is one thing that is on the poster that I never heard anybody say. Yeah. Which is watch, watch your, your donkey. donkey. Yeah. I never heard anyone say that throughout the entire course of the movie. No, they said watch your ass because in oh. the movie you could say ass. Fine. Yeah. But oh. Something about watch your donkey is funnier. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't know why van culture never decided to change. Yeah. You know, so watch the Smokies wouldn't know that it means to watch your ass. But yeah. Yeah. There's one string of CB lingo that I swear to God is like fucking Cockney accents. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> what is he saying? What is that? I mean, I know it's English, but. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> yeah. I robbed a van. <laughs> but he's just he's driving around and then he kind of drives by a, a junkyard mm-hmm. where there are some bikers. And the bikers are doing what bikers do. No, no, not only that, like they're on the CB broadcasting t- to invite other people oh, t- into their nefarious yeah, activities. That's right. And that's why he knows about it. Okay. So because he comes in at full speed, like as we were alluding to, some bikers <laughs> are being bikers and attempting to rape a girl. Yes. And they're on the CB going, come on in. Yeah. It's like at a buffet or some bullshit. <laughs> and it's like he hears this and, of course, is like he's not in a super van yet, but he is a superman because it comes in full speed and he crushes one of their bikes, wipes out one of their bikes like right next to the dude, too. Yeah. Like it is it feels like a very dangerous stunt because this bike yeah. just kind of gets yeah. bumped off the van right in front of a dude and gets crushed mm-hmm. and then leaps out and he fucking kicks a dude in the head. Yeah. Like he's just one guy who's like just he kicks there. him so hard he falls over. Yeah. And then he grabs this lady and throws her in his van. Yeah, he grabs this woman caveman style and just runs off with her. Yeah. And he's just like, hi, I'm Clint. Okay, yeah. let's go. And, it, and it's not like the lift her up by the arm and, and like run. Thing. I mean, he gets her over to the van and then is like, get in. Yeah. You know, but like, so he's not like, like fully, no, he's not kidnapping forcefully her, but he, throwing her in the van. He does just run into the scene, kick the dude in the head and scoop her up like mm-hmm. within five seconds. Yep. And then proceeds to fuck up his van. Well, also that, and then also the the heroicness, the heroicness of the entire thing, because he goes like, "Was what was happening?" Yeah, it's like, I think dude, we all know what yeah. was dude, you know what was, you happening. Know what was and, happening, and then he's just like, "Hey, how you doing? What, what's going on? Why are you here?" And yeah. It's like, 
<laughs> no time for small talk, Dr. Yeah. Jones? I mean, yes. get the fuck out of here. The bikers are in hot pursuit as we do a bunch of sweet stunts around this mm-hmm. junkyard where you're going to fuck up your van. Eventually yeah. to the point where he somehow backs it into a car crusher and gets stuck. Mm-hmm. Like like up as it's running. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it, it's it's got ramps going up to it, which seems like a bad idea for he a car crusher. Into it. Like, they don't have the crane. It's just like, drive your own car into the car crusher, which is hey, seems like a terrible idea. I don't know. For some people, that might be a plus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bring like, your car down to Earl's I'm saying, like, crushers. this thing is crushing, and, Man. like, you, if your door sticks or something, like, you're kind of fucking dead. Yeah. You know, but anyway... He gets stuck and it starts crushing his van to which he's like, oh, no, my van. And then <laughs> they leap out and he has to go back and rescue the knob. There is a good shot of the inside of the van as the back oh, just yeah. starts getting crushed. Yeah, the camera's in the front seat shooting the back of the van just get fucking just obliterated. Yeah. yeah. They jump out. He gets the suicide knob and it, one of the bikers is in pursuit and somehow slides into the crusher also and gets his bike crushed. I don't even know how it happened, but it's like he's got stupid ass handlebars. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's one These of those are the like, worst handlebars I've ever it's seen. It's one of those like chopper things where like, you know, the front wheel goes out way too far, but it's got these tiny little like insects <laughs> antenna, you know, handlebars. It's yeah. fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. It is, but it gets crushed. Yes, it so does. fuck that bike. Yeah. And the guy. Yeah. And then next thing you know, they're they're in a, a truck being towed mm-hmm. and he's just like, man, I was going to go to van explosion 2000 or what the hell was the name of the thing about uh, freak, freak, freak out 76 and win five grand with my sweet van and now my plans are ruined i'll have to go back no and no he's like i've got another i've got a backup plan yeah he, he's saying that he's still a little i know but i mean like the, first, the he was like damn that was my plan that mm-hmm. was this and now i've lost my van yeah so i'm no longer a man with a van or a plan <laughs> yeah so he's just like well we're gonna go see my buddy Bosley or whatever the hell the dude's name is. Uh, <laughs> yes, let's go see Bosley. <laughs> uh, that might be the dude's name. I, I, it's, it's, it's fucking I thought they were saying Bob for a while, but they... It is Bosley. It yes. is Jesus. I thought so. <laughs> Why would it not be? <laughs> but yeah, they, they just... they. He's like, let's go see this guy. And he's got something for me. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what it is. And we just... He's just a He's just a guy in a lab. And all of a sudden, a computer voice goes off telling him intruder at door three or whatever yeah but as slow as possible it's like and polite intruder <laughs> at door but it's like the, you may three. want to check out security door the, three the longer it goes on it gets more and more flange though that's yeah, what's yes. funny it's like mm-hmm. it's like door three yes yeah also and i don't know if that's the result of the sound on this or it's the the print because this dvd is bad Wow, <laughs> this is like we we found the last copy in the last drive-in yeah. on Earth. Like each reel, and like, it's been just sitting in the bathroom for a few decades. Like remember when we watched Crash and uh, Crash and Burn, and it was like there were gaps between each reel. Mm-hmm. Like they just found the reels and just threw them together, as, and it was just like go print, yeah. go yeah. make it happen. Yeah, this time, like, the very beginning of the movie is, is grainy as shit. It's, like, all scratchy It's and all scratched to hell. And then every time you see the cigarette burns where it's about to change reel, it's, yeah. like, it gets bad, and then it's bad when the new reel. So I, I don't know if just, like, the print they found, if somebody was just like, I don't know, put movie together. <laughs> just, yeah. you know? Because, like, every single reel changes the movie. Yeah, I suspect there terrible. is not a good version of this movie that exists. No, if this is what got put out on DVD, yeah. this is... Yeah, they... Someone had this reel, and they were like, that's the last existing copy. Yeah. <laughs> So it has that feel. Yeah. But Bosley just basically reveals like, okay, here it is. You're going to want to check this out. And it's just like this. Oh, and then they open this door 
and it's the super van which has its own little theme and also has some animated glow around it when mm-hmm. they you know mm-hmm. when they point at it yeah and its name is vandora uh-huh yeah it's and she. it runs on solar power it does but it's made of unobtainium <laughs> and apparently is faster than any van on the road and will and has enough battery that you know the solar power just you can Run it for days. It doesn't matter at night. Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't say battery. They're like, it has solar cells, backup yeah. thing. I don't know. Yeah. We don't understand technology. It's, it's the future. It is the future. In yeah. van form. Mm-hmm. Um, also, However, s- somewhere in the middle of this, we have met the movie's villain, I guess. Yeah. The oil guy. Yeah. T.B. Trenton uh-huh. is his name. Some people call him Mr. T. Yeah. But he is, he is comically greedy businessman. So he has six phones on his desk. Yeah, and, so businessman. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Playing part of businessman. Yeah. Because uh, apparently yeah. he owns oil fields, but he also owns a uh, American Midwest Motors mm-hmm. or automobiles. I think it's AMA. It's, 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 a, it's a series of dealers. It's MAM. It's Mid-Atlantic Motors. It's MAM. Is okay. The Midwest American Motors, yeah. I believe, yeah. is what it is. So but, yes. he, he owns dealerships and he owns oil fields. So he is like the first conversation where he has two phones up to his head. Mm-hmm. He's basically going... You know all those uh, engines we got right before the oil crisis? Yeah, I want you putting them in the in the van because you know we don't care. Like I, yeah. I make money both ways. Ha ha ha! Fuck yeah. fuel econ- economy. Yeah, ha, and ha, he's ha. he's commissioned. Bosley is supposed to be building this this van for him that they're going to mass mm-hmm. produce. But what Bosley did was take the money and build this prototype instead mm-hmm. because ha ha ha. <laughs> yeah, damn the man. That's literally the only like. Because there's he no made reason. something considerably better. Yeah. But also something that he knows will never sell and he will get him fired. So, And I also don't know how there was zero oversight over this project that they were just like, go. Hey, and man. then he built the fucking super van. <laughs> it was the age of vans. <laughs> Haven't you seen a movie? Like, scientists are always just given free reign to do whatever. I guess. Yeah. 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 Did Frankenstein's boss show up and be like, yo, what you making down here, Frankenstein? And he's like, I've you made Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's monsters, monsters boss. <laughs> no, no, it's I Franken- don't actually. It's Frankenstein's monsters creators boss. That's how it works. Okay. Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> Either way, did he meddle in the works of Frankenstein? I no, no, no. Okay, he yeah. was just left to his own devices. All right, he said, "Go forth in science," and this went. This man said, "Go forth in van," and the result was Vandora, mm-hmm. the super van, right. Mm-hmm. And, and they, once the doors are open, you can't all the bad stuff comes out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. Well, I mean, they actually haul it in a trailer that has Vandora's box written on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just haul it in like this World War Two Jeep <laughs> camouflage mm-hmm. Jeep and yeah. trailer. And he's just like, all right, you win the five thousand. You you get to keep it. But the van's still mine. Don't yeah. forget the fame. The fame yeah. will be mine. Yeah. So it's off to. Where? Electricon freak 4, out 76. <laughs> the thing is freak like, out 76. The bicentennial <laughs> annual freak out 76. I, I love that throughout the, almost the entirety of this movie, not until the very end, do you actually realize where the hell they are, like in the country? Because, like, there's not a lot of clues as to like where this is taking place. Nobody says, like, yeah, we're going to get to Old McDonald's farm and fucking. They were saying Trenton Missouri. for a while, which I realize is the dude's last name, but I for a while thought it was like, what part of New Jersey is this? Nothing looks right. But at some point they say Kansas. Yeah, they do. And then you see a sign that says Missouri and you're like, all right, just Midwest somewhere. Mm-hmm. So um, a public service announcement where this was filmed. Old McDonald's Farm. Uh-huh. Is it St. Joseph, Missouri? Yes. Is that what I looked up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, still around and you can get married there. In fact, that's all they seem to do anymore. Well, yeah, it seemed to be just a place you could have events like, you know, 
freak like, out like freak 70, out 76. 76 yeah the look it's just a fucking field that's all it is but they had a train they did have a train I don't. They did. <laughs> I don't know if the train is still. I don't know that going. But someone, someone in the general Missouri area. Yeah, I want you to look it's that up. Just Show me. Show me if field. it's still there, please. <laughs> I'm challenging you. That Chuck. It's a field chock full of sweet ass vans. Oh, okay. It's fantastic. All right. Sure. We do go through all of these vans and. Yeah, because so, some vans are better than other vans. Yeah, because like so because of the accident, Clint is a day late. So mm-hmm. we just jump to electrified yeah. 4,000 freak out <laughs> 76 we also the bicentennial annual freak out 76 I think it was biannual the Semi- biannual semi-annual. bicentennial semi-annual freak out of 1976 yeah, of July but the vanners are already there no, no, I was going to say like we also were introduced to our, our sort of sub-villain because oh, I mean, well there's several yeah. sub-villains throughout this because like alright so Mr. T has an underling you know mm-hmm. dude who is kind of evil upon time to time mm-hmm. and then some a, a vanner shows up someone who betrays the van code if you will yeah because there's a long sequence of Mr. T showing up at this place and parking and it's it, so weird like they take a long time he parks and then like he gets introduced to head security guy and then they're like and here's the fabulous train he's like ah, well I'll get on that yeah and then they ride the train and it's like he gets off and it's like, the fuck was the point of the train? Yeah. Was it just production value? But like <laughs> Captain Mustache shows up and yeah, that's, he, yeah. yeah, and he is just like, hey, what's a guy got to do to get a blowjob here at Van City 5000? And, you know, Mr. T is like, uh, I, look, you disgusting human being. I'm in charge here. And he's like, in charge. You're look at you. You look like a gross dude. Ah, you're a child molester. Mm-hmm. They just go back and forth with like this pre canned like. Yeah, you know, you, you have wife having any kids that lived? Ha ha. You know, it's just back and forth bullshit. And then eventually he just pulls that guy aside and is like, I like your, you got spunk, kid. <laughs> how about this? You've got moxie. <laughs> how how about I offer you a high paying job in my corporation? And the guy's like, $100 a day? And the guy's like, yeah, whatever. You're just, hired. You can bring that biting wit to my. But he's just like, just know I'm not hiring you for your jokes. Sure. And the guy's like, whatever. Check out my mustache. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he just becomes like guy who portrays the van code and is like, well, fuck everybody over yeah. now, because this is all a very, very small world. <laughs> the girl that he rescued from the bikers. Yes. Is Mr. T's daughter. Right. And this guy who portrays the van code, former boyfriend of hers. Mm-hmm. Well, boyfriend. She's been riding the rails for a while. I, I don't I don't know if they were like dating. All right, fine. Acquaintances <laughs> like and she may have gotten a ride in his car and she may have van. offered something. Rules right. of the road, man. Yeah. But yes, when they first meet, he's like, you remind me of somebody like did, maybe did you used to date my daughter? And that's his, his joke is like, I don't know. You have any daughters younger than 65? <laughs> You're old. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. There's all of that. Yeah. So like she almost lets it slip in the in the facility that she's the daughter, but then just plays dumb. And it's just like, Oh, who's this rich guy? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So big secret. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the vanners just, it's like a montage of debauchery van stuff. Yeah. It's, it's more a van of, stuff. It's just van, van stuff. It's, there's a wet t-shirt contest where it's just dudes throwing buckets of waters on ladies and they're kids at this. That thing. is judged by Charles Bukowski. Yeah. Which uh, are right. Sure. Yeah. Hang whatever, out. man. He probably they probably said there's like you know free Falstaff beer, and he's like, I'll be there. Yes. You had me at beer. There are stacks and stacks of Falstaff beer. Well, it, there's a lot of footage of Freak Out '76, which I believe is an actual <laughs> thing. Okay. 
it it does have that quality of when they go into montage, it's all handheld like sixteen yeah. millimeter. Someone just walking around, yeah. freak out seventy six. Like, man. hey, let's put the camera in this van. Yeah, hey, look, look of, at these knockers and a lot of eighty yard people. <laughs> yeah. talking over it. <laughs> Sorry, only because it, it was a really dumb joke when we watched the movie. That I'm going to retell it now. Go ahead. There is one lady that walks by. Let's just say she's. Oh enormously gifted yes and she's mm-hmm. wearing this dumb 70 shirt that has a toucan on it uh-huh. <laughs> but she kind of was, i was like i like your toucans <laughs> huh. hey uh it's, it's yeah whatever man it's the 70s <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, yeah no i'm with you yeah yeah mm-hmm. but yes it's a whole bunch of like look at these 70s people and this yep yeah you know. here's some boobs here's some butts and yeah here's some balding with, hairy yeah, dudes. With, with, <laughs> what i've gleaned happened at freak out 76 <laughs> Is a lot of people drank a lot of beer, mm-hmm. a lot of people smoked a lot of weed, mm-hmm. right. and a lot of people fucked in vans. Yep. Also, a- accurate cocaine. Oh, yeah. They do make oh, a cocaine yes. joke. We okay, never like, see the cocaine, but no. it is definitely mentioned. Yeah. The the announcer guy who has just, he's like kind of like the Stan Lee of the van announcing he's world. A, he's kinda. a radio DJ. Yeah. He's, he's like, yeah. he's, he's from KVAN. Mm-hmm. Yes. AM radio for Where else van. would you get a guy? <laughs> But he's just like, man, if you got a plan, you got to come down to the van. Freak out 76. This fucking guy. You'll like, get lots of tricks. I, like I said during the movie, I don't know how more DJs weren't fucking murdered in the 70s <laughs> because it's just like, shut the fuck up. It's because you couldn't understand him over <laughs> AM radio, Chuck. I guess. But it's just like, dude, shut the fuck up. There's a there's a three person like ladies auxiliary doo-wop group that occasionally oh will start singing. But they're wearing like the MA the MAM logo yeah. for some reason. Well, everything's sponsored by MAM. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. They do van stuff. Yeah, but they are <laughs> announcing there are like five van events. Yeah, they keep announcing that, but yeah. you gotta wait an hour before any of that stuff <laughs> happens. And then they fucking any- skip four of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Yes, they, anyway. they do show Shady Van Code Breaking Man getting uh, one. That's his name, Shady Van Code. Yes. Shady Van Code. Shady Van third, Code. Actually. Yes. My father was Shady Van Code. <laughs> Call me Shady. Yeah, but uh, they show him winning. He he is rewarded, or he is awarded one of the wins for one of these. Yeah. And the best man. Like before obviously. Superman even shows up. Yeah, Superman. Yeah. We cut back to them. They are hanging out at the A&W getting some food mm-hmm. to which when the lady delivers their food she says it's good enough it looks good enough to eat and you were like well i would hope so it's food <laughs> i mean yeah. you say that about like fucking plastic and right. you know yeah. tools for a baby like i don't know you say this about things that you don't eat right but she gave them a piece of pie and it's like mm, that, that, that looks just good enough to eat I'm like, it's like it better i, I sure hope, hope so. so i paid for it and it's edible right it's not green jello pie is it <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Also, all this, also that poor lady was getting accosted left and right. Yeah. At one point, she is literally dragged into a van. Mm-hmm. She escapes within seconds, thank God. But mm-hmm. it's just she's walking by, and immediately vanners are just like, "Lady, rah!" <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, it's that van culture. <laughs> well, that van culture fucking sucks. <laughs> Sweet vans, terrible people. Yeah. So, at some point, uh, are they? So, it, Christ. Well, what happens <laughs> is, what happens is that uh, our our bad guy mr t uh-huh. finds out that that the van's been taken right. they're like it's gone yeah and it's not what it's supposed to be it yeah, is, it's, it's a solar he built a solar power like, thing oh he gets the the freak out that he has oh, over yeah. finding out it's that there's an electric good. van is he is at the back of his limo yeah. just flipping the fuck out like what yeah he's boss hogging it all yeah. over the place yeah. 
So they start heading in the other direction and start to cross paths with, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, Clint. There, yeah. there are also an- other ancillary people that are dropped into this movie. Like there is there is preacher man dude with a wife. Oh, right. Like that that comes in the Jesus fan. Mm-hmm. And that's only yeah, important because <laughs> that's only important because as soon as they get there, he's like, now don't wander off. And then she proceeds to just go around a random vans banging dudes. Yep. She is banging every dude she can so find. That's. That's their thing. There's also it's that this, van life, man. There's also this weird side plot with they're listed as like farmers' daughters. Oh yeah, yeah but oh god, I, I'm only saying that because they're about to show up because like as soon as Supervan appears the first time, they oh. keep coming back into this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but yes, Mr. T in his in his limousine is chasing towards Supervan, which they're still in the Pandora's box mm-hmm. Jeep thing yeah. carrying it. Yes, yeah. Um, and they're trying to run them off the road, basically. Right. Yeah. And uh, she's like, well, we can't stop because that's my father. Mm-hmm. But a car comes the other way and kind of yeah. th- they divide off. And then the limo has to stop for mm-hmm. some turn around. But yeah. they, they've somehow screwed up the truck. Mm-hmm. And so they decide they just Captain we, America, that super yeah. van out of the back. of. The- <laughs> it's time to drive the super van around. Yeah. Which if you've seen the poster, super van's kind of fucking lame. I I think visually Supervan looks cool before you start seeing it do Supervan things. Yeah, Supervan is a lot cooler on the outside than it is on the inside. It's definitely yes. not cool on the inside, no. except, except for the fact that, like, for whatever reason, they've decided that this thing's engine sounds like a theremin. Yes, well, like a theremin oh. cranked to eleven. It, it is, is one of the most annoying things. This vehicle. Yeah, the, the owner would be killed for driving this vehicle oh, anywhere. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's like it. It basically is like an electric whistle tip, mm-hmm. because yeah. that van goes whoo. Yeah, and just doesn't matter if you're cooking breakfast and in I the mean, morning or not. I mean, it drives by people like there's a guy riding a bike, and mm-hmm. it just like blasts him off the bike yeah. with the sheer sound mm-hmm. of how horrible yeah. it is. And, that, and drives past the farmer's yeah, daughters. They're on a bridge, and it's two farmer's daughters as they're listed in the credit, and fat kid, fat farmer, fat farmer, because <laughs> he falls off into the water, and they're like, ha ha, fat kid fell. Yeah. And they're like, wow, what was that? Oh, yeah. Everyone is just like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's co- random cops. Like, there's, I guess, a Kansas cop and a Missouri cop. I guess. Mm-hmm. The Missouri cop being um, Uncle Leo from Seinfeld. Yeah. Yep. We, don't, well, we get another one first who gives chase. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think there's yeah. a Kansas cop because... Like, well, because... So, Supervan has some weird frequency setting mm-hmm. into it that you can just broadcast your frequency and murder someone. So, they broadcast this frequency to the cop who's giving chase and it just it blows up all of his electronics and mm-hmm. deafens him to where he's just stumbling around like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And so he drives yeah. over to the, the gets, diner. Yeah, he gets to a diner and is all stumbly. Yeah. And, and that's meets, where Uncle Leo yeah, is. meets Uncle Leo, who's like trying to take care of him. But this guy's yeah, just, who's the Missouri I'm talking loudly yeah. because yeah. I can't hear. And I got to pee. And I'm going to mishear everything that you say. <laughs> yeah. So. So he goes into an outhouse to pee. Mm-hmm. And then Supervan comes back and is like, oh, sweet, an outhouse. Let's fuck with it. Yeah. And they just kind of blast it a little bit with more noise. And the walls fall off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is after being chased by the other. Yeah, they kind of loop back yeah. around, but yeah, they but, end up flattening Uncle Leo's tires with the boards of the outhouse. Yes. And that's how they get away from that, which yes. it's just random hijinks. It's dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so funny. Can you can you hear the air quotes? So funny. Funny. It's that's hilarious. Comedy. Yeah, it's good yeah. jokes. Yeah. No, it's not. Oh, it's all bad. Yeah. yeah. However. But yeah, they're, they about, get they're, away. About, they're about to actually get to the Super Freak 76. Yeah. Because the, after they have oh, these the hijinks, biannual bicentennial freak out that's, 76. That's true. That's the one. I want to point out one more car full of characters okay. that haven't gotten mentioned because they yeah. are they are related to the farmer's daughters. Uh, there's a there's a van of uh, 70s uh, 
gay men. Oh right, yeah, yeah. The gay vanners, the as, gay vanners as they're accredited. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, who who are bad stereotypes? Uh, let's just say that <laughs> about <laughs> about as bad as you could possibly Except be. I like wrote, about as stereotypical as you can possibly. I like be. the driver dude because his reaction to everything. Like, well, we don't even like we don't know the 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 gay vanners are part of this movie. Like, the very first introductory shot is inside their van, right on this guy's face, and he's going, "Jesus God." <laughs> So it's like not only are they gay, but they're like the southern gay, yeah. which is like the best yeah. kind of gay. Yes, it is. And like they just cut to this guy, and he's just going, "Jesus God!" But their van is and filled with just they're gay. It's like right, the Playgirl yeah, magazines is. all on the dash, and just like everyone's wearing a a quirky gay. Like I'm a gay vanner, you know. It's just like okay, guys, we get it. Just what I mean, I kind of admire the fact that there was a point in time in the '70s when people could just be super gay and no one cared. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to us, but. You know, it's it's admirable that there's this van full of three gay dudes who are just super fucking gay, not trying mm-hmm. to hide it at all. Yeah, I, I think it was more of a case of like you you kind of had to advertise it back then, and okay. now it's just yeah, like, it's like, hey, by now, the way, now, I'm, there, now I'm there's gay. now there's grinder that there is grinder. Yeah, so yeah. it's just not as much reason to go like shirt, you know. Sure, mm-hmm. I understand. I mean, like you know, don't you, could, you could just join the, the the van message board. You don't need like fucking van t shirts. Says hey. <laughs> Ask me about vans and shit. <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's look at this. the van life. Uh huh. Right. Everyone's going around fucking. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they may as well may as well be like, hey, yeah, here's my brand of fucking. Yes. Yeah. But they, however, so van man fucking. They yeah. they pick up the they somehow this seems like just like two universes collide when this happens because like they stop to pick up the farmer's daughters somehow and suddenly cut to the farmer's daughters are just like in the front seat with the three gay dudes just flopping all over them to which the guys are just like ew mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like why is this even happening how did they get into your van <laughs> were they just like dropped in from the ceiling and you have to deal with this now i mean yeah and <sighs> so whatever they are not a factor again and the farmer's daughter show, show up in one scene yeah. that was just like oh we got footage of this so we might as well use it yeah yeah but that gets them and the farmer's daughters to mm-hmm Van City. The bicentennial biannual <laughs> freak out 76. That's, that's the one, yes. Yeah. 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 And, and Supervan Super Van shows up. up. Yeah. And everyone's like, holy shit. They're like, check what this is fucking that noise? thing out. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is, like, the inside of Supervan is just empty. It's like it's all glass sides and the front lifts up. Like, you get in through the front. Mm-hmm. And there is kind of like this. There, there the are bumper side is almost like a too. spike. It, yeah. Yeah. But it's basically okay. like gold wing doors, but the entire van front and back. <laughs> so side. I know what you're about to mention yeah. because it's the best thing. <laughs> because as they're traveling there, the, the lady gets in the back seat and is reading the manual and is, I guess, trying to figure out how Supervan works. And she hits a button or a knob or something. And this partition comes down to separate the front and the back of the van. She fucking loses her mind. She just starts screaming. <laughs> like she is just like her oxygen supply is dwindling. I mean, she is. She's like a, she's like a parrot. Like, you, like, you cover it up. And it's like it's, it's nighttime. Fall asleep now. <laughs> I mean, I've been separated. I mean, good God. It's amazing. It literally has no bearing on anything. No, it doesn't. It's, but... a, it's a really dumb inter- interstitial scene for mm-hmm. no reason. Yeah. But yeah, they get there. And so I, the worst part about Supervan is that it's got like a 1940s go-kart steering wheel, yeah. which is just this little tiny thing. First of all, there's no like driver's seat. It's like he has to sit on a milk crate all scrunched up and hold this little tiny steering wheel. And there's no turning radius on this thing. So you constantly see whoever's driving this thing 
struggling to make this wheel turn to mm-hmm. do the things that Supervan has to do. I don't know. Just everything on the inside of Supervan is like they didn't think about the inside of this thing at all because everyone's just basically sitting on on soundproofing. Yeah, that's well, the inside of Supervan. And well, you have knobs. to with the fucking terrible yeah, noise. Yes, it makes that's true. Like, oh, yeah, God. You, you can't. Yeah, you die. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> like we said, when when they blow the guys uh, EMP stuff. Oh, in, when they when they blow that, we were just expecting like a scanner scene of just like yeah, and just like the inside of that car is red because his fucking head exploded. Oh, that would have been so great. Like, been like, better, yeah. like like Marvin and Pulp Fiction, just uh-huh, like yeah, from, the, just, from the outside, just yeah, yep. it's like oh, <laughs> that man died. Yeah, that would be great. But yeah. Anyway, but no. So they're at. Oh, no, Uncle Leo survives. Yeah, they're they're. Oh, no, out. it was the other guy. It was the other guy. Yeah. That guy's done. But yeah, so now it's just living that van life. Mm-hmm. It's more, we're at Freakout 76. This and- is just pretty much like the next hour of the movie is just mostly just hang out here and, and move around through the vans and see what people are doing. Yeah. And like I said, uh, like we said, wet t-shirt contests and bullshit like that. That's all kind of gross and fucking it also like some fucking some grass smoking. <laughs> they picked the wrong time of year to have Freakout 76. Yeah. Because they have one sunny day. The yeah. The first day is sunny. Yeah. But you can tell. This entire time they were filming this, it was fucking cold and yeah. rainy and nasty. Yeah. Well, welcome to Be- Missouri. <laughs> yeah, because like Freakout 76, fuck all that. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like a horrible place to be. It really does. For many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. But like, you know, nighttime starts to happen and it's just everyone... Well, I don't want to say everyone goes to their own vans to fuck because some people just barge in on other people fucking. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, and then they just join in. It's weird. But hey, man, that's that van life. Yeah. But, but like, like, but like, OK, so um, Clint and Karen have been like the whole time they were just yelling, except for the fact that she's had the immediate separation anxiety. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like they've been at each other's throats like, oh, I'm just going to drop you off here. You've been nothing of trouble. Get the fuck out of my van and all this shit. And mm-hmm. then. Yeah, and like he the- accuses her of calling her dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even though she's like, no, I've been running away from him right. the entire time. Oh, that's later. No, they, no. They have a full evening. No, no, before. no, no, no. No, no it's, it's she, when... Like, when he shows up in the in the limo about to run them off the road, she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, Trenton is my dad. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's and when he's like, no, you, he's you like, called you him. What? I can't believe you called him. And she's yeah. like, I didn't fucking but call But the him. second they show up to freak out, they're all about make out because, like, they're in love as soon as they show up. Like, no... No change. Just like we showed up, like everyone's like, man, that van is like a fucking UFO. And then they're like, we're in love now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go yeah, to an I mean, orchard. They, they come out of a lake wearing nothing but towels. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're acting like they just live here now. Like mm-hmm. we just had our morning bath. Um. Yeah. So like night starts to fall on the first night of or the first full night mm-hmm. of, of. Yeah. Freak out 76. And you could tell it's, it's like a weird eyes wide shut thing where everyone's wearing gross 70s masks and, mm-hmm. and trying to make out with each other through the masks and everything and Clint gets he's just like I gotta go pee and so he gets off and wanders off somewhere wanders mm-hmm. into a van where you know shady van coat man. Sh- <laughs> yes shady van coat the third is like hey buddy check out my van and then yeah. like girls just mob Clint and just start making out with him and and you know and immediately she just is like, well, this doesn't look like the men's room. Yeah. As as he's turning them down. <laughs> let's keep this in mind. Yeah. Like they're crawling over him. He's like, he's no, like, no, I prefer wait. quality over quantity. Yeah. And it doesn't matter to her. No. She's just like, yeah. how could you? And, and also, like, yeah. And also shady van guy has like talked shit because he's like, you're never going to win. You know that. Right. Yeah. And, you know. Mm-hmm. And then isn't this like the cops are right there? And they're like, aha, we got you. 
Oh yeah, he's yeah. trying to apologize, and she's kind of accepting it. Yeah, she's, so like, she's like, oh, he's like, well, yeah, one of them, like, yeah, well, I'm sure one of them tried to take your arm off. He's like, one of them tried to bite my arm off. They're, they're crazy. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and these then, man yeah, chicks are fucked up. Yeah, and then the cops show up and immediately like arrest him. Like, you did this, stole prototype this, oh, and kidnapping and mm-hmm. blah 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 and all this, and you're under arrest. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they take him to jail. Mister mm-hmm. T takes. his... No, they throw him in the jail with the bikers from the beginning of the movie because right. fuck geography, it doesn't mean anything. No, like. I don't think any of these towns are related. Why would they be in these jails exactly. together? Like, I mean, hey, man, there were bikers. I mean, traveling. Bad shit was about to happen. Yeah. They obviously came from Kansas because that's where they got pulled over in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. So why would these guys that were doing the raping in Kansas suddenly show up in Missouri? Got to get away. Sure. Plus, they were on the hot. They were hot pursuit. They were trying to get this guy. Yeah, you got to cross the state line yeah. and they can't get you. OK. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So they beat the hell out of him in jail for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. While she, like, tries to reason with her dad by yeah. being a really whiny child. And b- just being gross. Yeah. Just like, oh, daddy, there's no one better than you. Hug me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't work. No. So what she does is she goes back to Bosley. Mm-hmm. Well, she radios him, like, beep, 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 yeah. beep. She has a special, like, super CB that goes mm-hmm. back to wherever the fuck they got the super yeah. van from. And Bosley is fondling, like, another prototype that we never see. It's just making computer sounds under yeah. a tarp. And she, he's like... <laughs> He's like questioning he's like, the operator comes on. It's like, I have a, a, you know, an extended line call from Karen. And then he's like, Karen, why would you be calling her? Like, well, she goes, hello, this is Karen. He goes, Karen, is that you? Yeah. It's like, it's like they just told you it was Karen. That's, that's why I yeah, that's why I said, hey, it's Karen. Yeah. But she's like, <laughs> it's ah. like what I do with even though my phone has caller ID. Mm-hmm. If I don't really want to talk to the person, I'm like, hello. Yeah. Who's this? <laughs> it's like, you know who this is. You, we all have cell phones. You know exactly who this is. Even land, all landlines, if you still have them. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But so he does that to Karen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Karen's like, uh, Bosley, you got to get he's in jail. We got to go get him. We got to bust <laughs> Supervan out of out of its jail, which is mm-hmm. which seems like what their mission actually is, because that's what they do first. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Supervan's out. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. They tie up a guard who is reading Bound and Gag magazine. As you do. No. But get it? They tie him up. Yeah, they bind him and gag him. <laughs> and he's real fat, and he falls out of his chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. And he flops around. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, Kevin James. But then they drive uh, the world's stealthiest vehicle, the Supervan. <laughs> no, wait, not, not before we being introduced to Supervan's new power, which is they pull the Supervan up outside the jail and mm-hmm. laser beam yes. the, the, the bars yeah. of the jail. Yes. And that's how they get him out. Because right. he's about to get beat up or something. Oh, he's, been, oh, he's, he's getting been the beat up for a while. Well, he threw a bed at them at first. He and then, did. And then he thwarted them with a bed, but they were just like, well, the bed's out of the way now, and now yeah. we're going to totally fuck you up. Yeah. So, yeah, but they, they revealed this van has lasers. Mm-hmm. So they laser the thing. He gets out. They run away. And and they go straight back to the festival. They're trying. Like, yeah, the, because he'd already won two events. Well, no, they're trying. And he was tied with shady van code. Right. First. Uh, no, they yeah, they go back there first, and then there's the chase at the end. God, that's so weird. Yeah, they go straight back there, yeah. and they kind of yell out the window, see you at, at Van Festival 85. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, why are you telling them exactly where you're going? But the the bikers all steal a car, mm-hmm. and they go after them. Yeah, this is the car chase first before they get back to the Van Fest. Because, that's true, yes, yeah. Yeah, the bikers steal, like, a, you know, fastback muscle car or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then the cops kind of start, like, a Keystone Cops-style chase they're, thing. Yeah, and they're, they're in a town now somewhere, and the Vanners have shown up, and they're just like, former roadblock. It's and, probably St. Joseph or wherever yeah, you said the name of the place. Yeah, so, I, yeah. But yes, yeah, so they their plan is, like, form roadblock blocks, which is not coordinated at all, because, no. like, they keep turning, and they keep turning into their own roadblocks. Yeah. 
And they're like, oh, no, Roadblock, turn around. And all the van people are just yelling. I'm like, go, yeah, <laughs> we were taking out Smokies and stuff. And look, we're murdering cops. Yeah. Yeah. And because, um, yeah, one... Uh, they run a couple cop cars cop off car, the road. Yeah, a couple cop cars flip over. Like one, one flips over in the city, and you're like, ah, here we go. And they just set off like the sparkler underneath it. <laughs> underneath just those goes, bag. <laughs> was a bag of snakes is, and a yeah. sparkler. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy. It is the lamest ass explosion. Yeah. But it's like, what the hell was the that? The one good one is that they're kind of more out in the country slightly, and the um the biker dudes in the muscle car flip that thing in a field, and mm-hmm. then Supervan is like laser tag motherfucker and yep. blows that fucker up blow that car up yeah yep attempted murder yeah fuck the police <laughs> we're blowing this shit up yeah yep and then now they head back yeah, now they go then back. They, they've murdered yeah. all the cops and the bikers and <laughs> they, they've got to get back but for i the... will say at the end of this scene uncle leo is chasing them mm-hmm. like all these vans mm-hmm. and he gets winded and just shoots his gun in the air and he goes damn it i'm out of shape <laughs> yeah. and they like cut it like Literally, as he oh yeah, the real splice that. is broken again. So it's yeah. just like, oh, oh damn shit. it, I'm out of shop. We didn't even talk about the transitions. Like, oh, we so did, did we? A little bit, yeah, with the scratchiness of the. I don't know. I don't mean the film no, transitions. The I mean the actual wipes. inside. Oh, oh, the in, yeah, the transitions inside the movie because, like, not only do they have like, there's a there's a Batman spiral wipe. There's a bi- Batman spiral wipe. There's a um, Jaws like wipe. a club, like like you know, a, of the playing card club comes out at oh, one point. It's like a St. Patrick's Day wipe. I don't think it was a. I think it was more like a club than okay. a steady, uh, yeah. shamrock but anyway um but like the the car crusher actually had crusher wipe mm-hmm. come in from the top like mm-hmm. with, the, with mm-hmm. the teeth yep there was a spiral run one with, that with the teeth just, like yep. ripping the f- it, yep yeah it's, there's yeah. some crazy ass transitions in this yeah. anyway but yes they're back at van fest and yeah, they have to get back for the fifth event now we uh it's called the bicentennial biannual <laughs> freak out 76 sure yeah yeah so that one, yes we've been told repeatedly that there are five events and you have to win them, and then you win five grand. Well, you so have to win three out of five. The first one is like shine, wax and shine. So it's just like whatever that was, was just judges going around and looking at how shiny vans mm-hmm, were. Mm-hmm. The second is just a, a, like four cones set up in a dirt patch, and three or four vans have to just drive around the cones mm-hmm. in no particular order, and they just declare Supervan the winner of that. Mm-hmm. There are two other events that, you know, douchebag McMustache wins and mm-hmm. that we don't see and so now we're back for the, for the fifth one which is first of all the rains have settled in so everyone got together and put up a tent so we watched that for a long ass mm-hmm. time and then it's just like we got this hill it's kind of muddy let's see who can drive up the hill that's the final event it's a hill climb yeah yeah yep. so it's just vans go up this hill six inches and they put a little flag there so okay this is where gunrunner's van went you know and just Superman. Yeah, he was talking all the shit like oh, I'm gonna win because Superman's not even here. Ha yeah. ha. He really does. He's like, it doesn't matter. He's gonna forfeit, and I'm gonna get his points. Right. So I'll win. Yeah, by he kind of kind of half asses. Yeah, yeah, and he's just like, yeah, well, what, what do you got to do? And then Superman shows up at the last minute, and everyone just loses their mind. Mm-hmm. And he turbo boosts up the hill. And he should have made it all the way up the hill. He should have flown. <laughs> I'm just saying, like yeah. electric torque and everything, and that and that motor should have yeah. like propelled him all the way up there. But mm-hmm. yeah. He, now, he made up just further, I guess, and or at least further than Gunrunner and mm-hmm. won the event. He did. So th- there was one event that we I, maybe it was part of the shine or something that <laughs> where it was just like the shine. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I see a van. It's going to win. <laughs> um, yep. Um, no, there's one where we get to see some of the interiors of the vans. And I just wanted to point out there was like we're, we, oh we, we were watching for the, the ubiquitous wizard on the side of the van. Yeah. And not only do we get that because like the van doors open, but then they go inside and holy fuck, 
this van, the yeah. interior of this van is my everything. Yep. Because it is it is like crushed velvet everything that you could, except for the floor is like t- like animal prints and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the ceiling is like a fucking. It almost looks like it's painted on velvet, like uh, just like California bears and shit playing in a stream. Yeah. Yes. I. It doesn't. The bears don't go with the wizard on the outsider. I don't care. This yeah, this no. whole thing is fucking amazing. And then and it's got like a dinner table yeah, in the yeah. middle. The back, and like, the back is like a breakfast nook. Yeah. All crushed velvet and shit too. It is fucking amazing. Yeah. And there are there are some good van exteriors and yeah. interiors in this movie. Then there's some they really finally, shitty ones too. Yeah, there's yeah. some ones that really fucking suck. But like, I mean, there's fucking like Poseidon riding seahorses and they're actual know. horses. I made the seahorse joke. Oh, they were actually horses. Okay. Though, well, that, yeah, yeah. Fine. <laughs> which, which confused me. Cause yeah, I'm I like, know, but why is Poseidon yeah. riding a horse? I said, they're seahorses, but, but the best one is the one that I swear to God makes no fucking sense whatsoever <laughs> because it's like, it's someone holding up a peace sign. No, yep. first it's Harambe. Right. And then yes. there's a peace. Then sign. There's a peace sign with, with a ring that says something I can never could quite yeah. make out. Then there's an ass, mm-hmm. just uh, a, a, just a, a lady's ass. woman's ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's a Mickey head on a bodybuilder body of some sort. Yep. And then something else. I can't quite some other copyright infringement thing where it's just like you really couldn't decide on what you wanted for your theme. You just like put one of everything on there. Mm. Just but everything in the catalog. Get it on the van somehow. Yeah, half these people went to the Roger Dean choose your own adventure <laughs> thing for the fucking side of these vans. It's just like I don't want to like page seventy six. Yeah, put that on there. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean the last one they show is insane. Yes, the number of just random shit mm-hmm. that is thrown into this one painting. Yeah, but here's the thing, Captain Mustache Van sucks. It does. Like, yeah, his, his van just sucks. has like some cowboy shit on the side of it. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know what, pal? No, it did have a sweet like actual wood running board, but other than that, yeah. shit. Yep. And the other one was like there was one. Um, I don't remember what the name of the van was, but it had a heart and it had like. Oh. sweet stuff or whatever the fuck it was a shitty ass yeah. heart it was like, like it, it was drawn on with crayon i'm just saying like <laughs> if you were drawing a heart this is the wrong way to do it like yeah. the ass part of the top of the heart <laughs> was like barely indented yeah i don't know what you about it was call literally it, like yeah. someone had never drawn yeah. a heart before and they were, they were like, like well, is this it let's do this in fucking permanent being for the first time right here to go yeah yeah it, there's a there are some shitty vans but there's also some sweet ass ones too mm-hmm. yeah but at least we got a fucking wizard casting spells yeah which is what i wanted yes and judging the final day of competition in addition to the terrible DJ and everybody is uh, George Barris who built super van and mm-hmm. built our vans in the last van movie and built the Batmobile and all these things. So mm-hmm. he's basically playing himself. He's got an airbrush t-shirt on. That's him. Uh, he's yeah. got patches on his jacket of all of the things he's built. So. If you're watching the live stream, you can see him with the super van. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, super van wins. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then there's kind of like there's a ceremony kind of at the end where they're like giving out all the awards. And uh, meanwhile, (laughs) Mr. T has finally met up with, I guess, there's a part earlier where they had been talking about about with him and his henchmen. They've been talking about women in town that they're going to I'm assuming they're prostitutes or whatever. I don't know. But one of them, he was going to put whipped cream on her. And apparently when he gets really worked up. He goes, oh, <laughs> Which, there were two. There was one that was all into the whipped cream. And the other one enjoyed raspberry tart finger painting, something, uh, something like that. Like I don't that. know, but yeah, he's in the back seat with the preacher's wife, mm-hmm. which we find out later. That's who it is. But she is taking her top off and he just 
Well, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an appropriate reaction for a, the, for if you were really into but, boobs. But, but you have to paint the scene because like it's it's a behind there. There's no nudity in this no. movie besides like you know the through, wet t-shirt, wet t-shirt bullshit, yeah. mm-hmm. and you know ladies wearing no bra and stuff. But like this is like behind the back, so she's just, like opening up her shirt, and he's just like full on mouth agape, just. Oh, like, you know <laughs> yeah. my dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he totally yes. Fensler films yeah. it. Yeah, and they cut but, away for some bullshit and then cut back to him. And he just is like, I have a canister of whipped cream. I'm just going to spray your boobs. Mm-hmm. And he just does with great old man delight. And then the bikers have shown up to thwart the ceremony. Mm-hmm. And also bosley has decided to drop a microphone into the back of the limo to broadcast the old man fucking this lady yes which i don't know why anyone thinks this is weird or scandalous or anything that should be drawn attention to because everyone everywhere has been fucking in plain sight so yeah i don't everyone just stops everybody stops what they're doing to listen to the old man make his ridiculous like ew it's so sticky you know it's just like all these weird like old man things he's saying but everyone just stops, and then it's just like, yeah, uh, you know, I guess everyone's like, yeah, we listen to your old man. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a thing that happened. Yeah, but yeah. also the bikers started Donnybrook around that, you know, after, of course, there's the award ceremony where somebody gets a tire. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> just not not even like a, like, not a wheel, not a set of tires. It's just. Here's a tire. Here's a fucking tire. Mm-hmm. Light it on fire. Free tire. Yeah. <laughs> call Richard Pryor. No, let's, no, let's not do that again. Invite <laughs> John Cryer. Sucker MCs can call me sire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was also a, a a sweet leather football on the stage that someone was going to get as a prize, but we mm. never saw who won that. Nope. Mm. We didn't because yeah. the bikers just are assaulting our hero, Clint. Yeah. And there's and also a pie fight. There's some pies and yep. some some whipped cream fighting. And out of context, it would be pretty great to, to just have the scenes of the whipped cream flying at people through the air. <laughs> You're going to see that very soon. Contrasted <laughs> with the old man. You're going to see the old man excited. Shit. You're going to see the old man spraying the whipped cream. And then you're going to see everyone covered in whipped cream. <laughs> yeah. Cause God, it's just, it, and it's just random chaos. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just you know, end of movie shenanigans basically. Yeah. But I guess all the vanners stop the bikers. Yeah. Pretty sure, much. With whipped cream. Right. Yeah. In their faces. And then, like the our two main characters declare their love for each other, like I guess we're in love now. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of and abruptly... then, oh, and she and she confronts her dad and just goes like, "Oh, it's okay, Dad. I heard you fucking, but yeah. you know you're human too." So yeah. And he Later. says something like he Bosley's he's like I'm gonna Bosley I'm gonna build your your super van now and Bosley's like whatever man I'm I've got another prototype now and it's gonna cost you a trillion dollars ha 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 mm-hmm. hey henchman come work for me yeah. So and 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 also, uh, Mr. T tries to get out of paying the five thousand dollars because he's like, well, it was own it was a uh, one of my products and it was owned by one of my employees. He's like, no, it's not. I gave it to yeah, gave it to he's him. Like, we so had a gentleman's him, agreement. Yeah, you owe him five thousand dollars. Yeah, so, so I guess yeah. he gets his money. Yeah, and then they just the end of this movie is basically another montage of vans. Yeah, yep. it's just look at the sweet art, look at the sweet interiors. It ends on a really weird one. Mm-hmm. Like it stops on a. The final one is this very strange choice. Yeah, it's just one of these random ones where there's just all sorts of shit like bears and tigers <laughs> and whatever, and they pan up, and it's like a, it's not Zeus, but no. it's like a dude with a lightning bolt who's about to stab like a gorilla. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, as I said, it was Harambe versus the Macho Man. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was like there was one where it was like a Viking 
who had like a a, a team of bears pulling his sleigh. Oh, that one's pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> polar bears. Yeah. Polar bears. Yeah. yeah. Polar bears pulling his sleigh. <laughs> and he's got like a fucking axe and he's behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Van Halla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, That's that, what it should have been. That yeah. van was pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. There was a sweet wizard. But God, there was one van called Captain Van or Captain Fantastic. And we were like, you're so fucking close. Yeah. Because, I was, I was but, angry. I got loud. Yeah, because <laughs> we were so pissed. The problem is that neither Captain nor Fantastic are spelled right. So they don't give a shit about the integrity of the phrase. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, there's an integrity to be had here. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, Captain Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, what's wrong with it's you? It's right there. You fucking vanners. This entire <laughs> month is about is Portman Vos. Port Van Vos. I can't even say it right. My Port Vanto. Port Vanto. God damn it. I'm so pissed. It's all right. <sighs> yeah. But uh the super van's over. <laughs> yeah. It just ends, man. Mm-hmm. Just and like it began. There's also been easy listening van music throughout. Well, I was gonna say, all right, so there is the love theme from from Supervan, which plays yeah. is the first choice over the closing credits, which is a strange choice. And then there is we're at the end of the movie, so we might as well say it. There is the Stargrove worthy theme song that yep. is I don't know what the title of the track is, but I mean, they just talk about Supervan and all this stuff. Well, yeah. there's okay. So there's two songs on the soundtrack. The, the opening song talks about the Supervan. There's one somewhere in the middle where the lyrics are specifically mentioning right. Vandora. Yes. And, and like, I think by by the Vandora yes. trio or yes, the Vandora like extreme or whatever the hell yeah. they, they were. But they're the, the one that I think that sings the most, not the love this theme, but the other one is like a few notes off of Marshall Tucker's. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, heard in a love song. And as soon as you got that in my head, I fucking, hated I know you. it was like, I mean, it's just like, as soon as you hear it, it was like, I was like just singing along and I was like, yep, that's pretty much to that. <sighs> Man, there's a couple of good freakouts, but no one goes to the intensity of an ensign award. Though. No, yeah. it's it. The stakes are not ensign stakes. Mm-mm. I mean, like his, you know, when he finds out about an electric van is pretty it's a good. good freak out. And then the, I mean, the fact that she goes from zero to ensign for, roughly three seconds the karen's thing and when she separates herself in the back of the van is yeah it's pretty good but it's it's worth noting but it's yeah yes it's just enlisted class it's not even like it's like junior ensign right. acting ensign yep mm. so so ratings i'm ready if no one else is okay go okay please proceed uh, so i i do want to say that at the very all right. <laughs> I thought you were ready. This movie has some of the same problems that the van had mm-hmm. via uh, uh, by way of content. However, the main character isn't a piece of shit. Correct. He's not only just a dude looking to win some sweet van money. He does show up to stop a rape in progress and save that lady yeah. at the expense of his sweet van. Yeah. His post-trauma counseling, not so good, but no, the, he's bad the, at the rest of it, yeah. but he does stop a crime from happening. Yeah. And I give him all the credit he, for that. Yeah. Luckily, he didn't go into full ma- vansplaining. Though. Y- yes, he didn't vansplain <laughs> a thing to her. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. So here's this movie is just it is it is the movie at the drive in that you were paying no fucking attention to whatsoever. This thing was not made for anyone to remotely take seriously. There is no plot here to speak of whatsoever. It is just you look up from making out with your girlfriend event uh, on occasion and go check out that sweet van. Let's get one of those. Mm-hmm. And that's about yeah. it. I mean, to the point where early on we were saying, are the reels out of order? Yes, because it was just it was just random nonsense. It was just random nonsense. Mm-hmm. And. So by that account, it's bad. It's it's a bad film. 
it is not as bad as the van was because the van was making phys- making me physically angry because mm-hmm. of its storyline and character stuff. Yeah. The van, however, is a better told story because it at least had one. Mm-hmm. But Supervan is it's something that I could say you can you can sit around and watch and have a good time watching it because it's so weirdly fucked up. Like there's that bit where the cops are coming out of the diner and Uncle Leo just starts climbing onto his deputy like wrapping yeah. his legs around him and you're like what is ha- what are you he doing was having trouble standing up i understand why he was doing <laughs> just the context with which it is presented is weird because he was trying to put his hat and sunglasses on for him yeah. so he wrapped his leg around him yes you know to steady him right however it looks really fucking right. weird because the other dude's like a foot taller than him exactly too. so there are long stretches of this movie where it's just kind of boring and there's nothing really happening but there's a lot of moments in this movie where you're just like, what? And m- movies that make me do that, where it's just like, what is happening here? That's what I like. So I can give this one jocks. I think it's it's worth. Don't watch it on your own. On your own, you're not going to have a lot of fun unless mm-hmm. you were just fucking plowed out of your mind. But watch it with some buddies. Ha- have a good time. Look at the vans. I mean, it's basically it's almost a documentary. It's it's almost it's more look at the vans than it is telling any kind of story whatsoever. So I I can give it the most mild recommendation. Just say, have a good time with it. Just do it with a group like like a van, like like Like, like, like van sex. (laughs) Yeah. Just get in there. (laughs) I prefer to call it van stuff like a true vanner. Yeah. Do your van stuff. Let me go. You want to go? You can go. All right. Um, Man, I. I flip flop on this movie so many times with my rating. I don't even know where it finally landed. <sighs> I'm going to give it a jocks. I, I mean, because I do. Th- I feel like this is a thing you should see because it's just ludicrous enough that I can recommend viewing it. Uh, same caveat of like, don't watch it alone unless you're, you know, under some sort of influences. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like there's there's funny shit and then there's like boring ass shit. And then there's the annoying sound the van makes. But then. <laughs> There's just enough stupid time capsule bullshit that it's kind of worth watching, even if it's a terrible print. It makes no fucking sense what the plot is. I just feel like there's enough to recommend saying, yeah, maybe you should see this if if it's remotely interesting to you. But I can't I can't justify it anymore in that because it's a fucking it, like you said, it's a mess of a movie. Yeah. Um, and and it, I mean, why does Superman have a laser? I don't know. Like, why does it have destructive capabilities? Because it's a super van. Super is, Superman had laser eyes. So why it, shouldn't a super van have laser eyes? Is it eyes? to discharge the excess solar power? Well, it gets its strength from the yellow sun. Um, <laughs> if <laughs> if it was near the red mm-hmm. sun of Supervan's home, then this 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 van would have no power. It would just be an ordinary van. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So logic checks off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I just it's a it's a mild recommend. It's just like as a curiosity more than anything else, because um, it's a mess of a movie. What I started to say was like at least like you said, I was going to make this point if you didn't. At least our so called hero isn't the rapey douchebag. You know, like he's just he's just a dude trying to live that van lifestyle and does a good deed and his van gets fucked up. <laughs> I can't fault him for that. Nah, yeah. he's yeah. doing all right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's a eh, one jocks. Yeah. He's such a blank slate. He is like the, he has no personality whatsoever. Yeah, but I, I think I have to agree with the one jocks. I was I was going between that and one bag, but I think it's a jocks because it's a good riffing movie. Mm-hmm. Like we 
made a lot of jokes watching this, like more than normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's plenty of gaps of just like footage and not any dialogue or anything, you know, just a lot of van footage. So it's kind of fun to be able to talk over that a mm-hmm. lot. And I think that's what pushes it into jocks territory for me, even though, yeah, it's nonsensical. It's, yeah, it's, it's so badly edited at so many points, but it's all right. Yeah. But we do have to award something else. Go on. How many vans does the super van itself get? Oh, right. That's what's our scale. What do we give? It's the one van? to five vans. Right. But what, what did the van get? I think I, you got four, four. I think we were like, I gave it a three. You guys gave it four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So just trying to know what I'm working with. Yeah. Sense, I, I was not sense. totally impressed with. Okay. The van. I think I can give the super van three vans. Mm-hmm. I admire that it's solar powered. I think that's nice mm-hmm. and good for the environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the noise that it makes is a fucking devil spawn nightmare. Yes. Um, everything about the interior of that van is the most impractical thing ever. Like mm-hmm. you can't haul stuff in it. You can't comfortably seat anyone in it. What's the point of it? But just from the exterior, like that's a sweet looking van. That's different. And the front windshield just opens right up and you can climb right out. That's mm-hmm. very dangerous. <laughs> because <laughs> at one point they speed away and that windshield is not fully closed yet get <laughs> closed and the lady just starts to tumble out of it before it. so yeah but i it's not as good as the uh straight arrow van i don't mm-hmm. think that was a sweet ass van and practical because yep. it had a toaster it's true it did have a toaster <laughs> gotta give it that yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna echo that i think I'll, i think i will give it three vans um it's pluses uh laser obviously laser very cool mm-hmm. um the exterior is ugly as sin, but also charming in a strange way. Um, like, practically speaking, it's like that ugly Mercedes toaster SUV. You know, mm. it's just like this big <laughs> giant box. Um, but, like, it's kind of charming because of how 70s shitty it is. Solar powered, you know, very, very progressive and mm-hmm. way ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. It is a shame that it, it's... it seems to be powered by Chris Tucker's screams from the fifth <laughs> element. Um, but yeah. other than that, it's a, uh, it's a pretty good van. Yeah. I can only give it two vans. Okay. Because it gets that extra. It would be one van due to the sound. I hate the look of it because let's face it. If you're making a van, there needs to be some sweet airbrushing on that van, mm-hmm. which is also my problem with straight arrow is Eh, I didn't like the airbrushing on that. I wanted a fucking wizard casting spells at dragons and shit. Right. And this, like, there's no room for any sort of airbrushing on here. No, it's because it's all window. <laughs> yeah, it's all window, and yeah. that's kind of lame. And the inside's lame. Like, unle- unless you're, you know, unless you're a show-off, you're not fucking in that van. And come on, why else do you have a van? It did have the sweet, like, tic-tac buttons, though. It did, yes. It did. Yeah, those, like, I mean, the hard-press, like... Old-school NASA banks yeah. and banks of buttons. Yeah. yeah. But we don't it does, know what any of them did. <laughs> it does get credit for being solar powered mm-hmm. and for having a fucking laser. Yeah. So mm-hmm. two vans, but that's all I can do. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I think we've come to the end of this fan adventure. <laughs> adventure. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's take a break, shall we? Please. <laughs>
All right, and welcome back. Hey! Second half. Woo! Indeed. All right. All right. Uh, so, anybody watching anything new? I guess we'll start I there. I did. Oh, okay. You must start there. I saw The Shape of Water. Okay. In a theater. Wow. Yeah, in a Whoa. packed theater. I almost less. did that uh, Monday since I had it off, but yeah. I just knew I wasn't in the mood, if that makes any sense. Like, yes. yes. There's, a, there's a mood for Del Toro movies. I was like, mm, I will not appreciate this the way I should right now. Yeah. Uh this is this one like i've i've said like i really don't love any del toro movies other than pacific rim i haven't seen all of them so like you know i haven't seen pan's labyrinth so yeah i probably need to but the other stuff like hellboy and like blade 2 and just all this other stuff it's like eh. i don't you know i'm like they're all right but this one i this is this is a great movie like I, I really, really like this movie, and this movie should not work in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those, like you know, we talk about how some movies don't work because they don't sufficiently sell you on their world and their premise, and so when the weird stuff starts happening, you're like, oh, "That's fucking stupid." Whereas this one, there's absolutely none of that because they've sold the world so thoroughly and so well, and the lead characters are so goddamn charming that by the time you get to the point where it's like, okay, there's a fish man. And I think she fell in love with it. You know, you're like, okay, (laughs) but uh, just the whole, it's basically kind of the soundtrack is very Amelie sounding almost, which goes a very long way as well as having your main character be mute and having to express everything through her face and through sign language throughout the movie. And then, you know, if you can catch cast Richard Jenkins in your movie, that's usually a really, really good idea. And he is her neighbor who does a lot of the communication. And uh, Octavia Spencer is her coworker who does the other part of all the speaking in the movie. And she's fantastic as well. So it's kind of interesting that you basically, you have a, a movie set in the early sixties where uh, basically your two characters that do the most speaking throughout the movie are a closeted gay man and a black woman. Hmm. So that part's interesting as well. And then your other main characters mute. Well, basically two of your main characters are mute because the mermaid fish man thing, whatever merman, which (laughs) the only complaint I have about that, it's a very cool design, but it's so close to Abe Sapien from Hellboy that it kind of throws you off because it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things like, I feel like it, they probably should have made it a little more unique from that. Well, I feel like the, the Pan's Labyrinth guy, the eyeball guy looks a lot like Abe Sapien too. Mm-hmm. The, the one you always see doing. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. But in spite of all that, the movie works fantastically because it's such a fantastical world that they've sold you on so well. And there's a point where, where basically the other characters are just happy for her that she's, you know, found like this weird love that she has, but it works because, you know, I think it gets underestimated in so many movies, how much having the other characters be genuinely happy for your main character transfers to the audience that you can feel that way as well. And it's like, okay, well, you know, she's got a fish man living in her, in her tub now <laughs> and she's you know the, the, the best days of her life type thing you know it's just it's a very it's 
it's hard to explain, but it works as this fairy tale thing. Even though, I mean, a lot of it's predictable and I got to say Michael Shannon's really good too in it because he's just like pure evil because everyone's happy for this, for these, for these characters. And he's the only one who's trying to take it away and like actively being a piece of shit about it because he's that guy's a fish man. Mm-hmm. Is that his motivation is it because it's a fish? Man? Oh yeah. He's an affront to God. Okay. Yeah. That's what I figured. But he, he's also the one who tracked it down in the Amazon and brought it back. Oh, okay. And you know, because it's cold war stuff, it's like, well, the Russians, they want it and we got to, we need this to win the cold war, you know, all that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. It's basically his motivation is I need to move up the military corporate ladder, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, this thing can breathe underwater or out, you know, in the air. And that'll help us win the space race. Cause if we can figure that out, then we can make our astronauts, you know, they can survive whatever environment they need to be in. So that's his motivation. So he has, he has motivations. They're shitty motivations, but they're clear motivations and it works for his character. So it's just, it's one of those movies that just everything about it, the environment, the music, the way these characters communicate with each other sells this entire world that this woman could fall in love with this creature, Hmm. you know, and obviously because it works too, because it's this, it's not a human thing that, you know, it can work as a gay allegory. It can work as an interracial allegory. It can work as all sorts of different allegories that don't have to be like, okay, well, this is clearly about this one thing. Well, it's like whatever the forbidden love du jour is yeah, of the time. Yeah. And it, it can work like that. And that's, I think that's the strength and why obviously they did it in, you know, why the storyline goes where it does. Hmm. So yeah, but yeah it, it's, it's one of those movies that absolutely should not work, but because of the filmmaking in it is so strong, it works and it sells its world. Yeah, on paper, it sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you describe it and you talk about it, it's like, yeah. That's a... Fish man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are like, so she wants to fuck the fish? What? <laughs> it's like, yes, but society told her she can't fuck the fish. Yeah. You know, but anyway. It, it's Or as the best joke I saw, someone said, Grinding Nemo. Oh. <laughs> I saw that on Twitter. Uh, and total, total props to whomever said it. I could look it up, but I, sorry. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> You'll get 800 different sources for it. Yeah, but Sally Hawkins is fantastic, and I knew I I love these characters when uh, she and, and Richard Jenkins have um, they basically do a dance scene from uh, he's he's always watching classic movies on his TV, you know, it's a black and white TV, and they're just showing old movies on it. Mm-hmm. But they do like this tap dancing routine while sitting on the couch together. That is just like the most goddamn charming thing you'll ever see is the two of them doing this little tap dance thing together on the couch. And it's just a movie full of really great characters. Yeah. I do really and want to I, see it. Like I, I said. highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just, you got to know your mood. And I was like, I, yeah. I'm, I will be doing a disservice to this movie if I go see it right now. Cause mm-hmm. like, I just had that. I just want to sit inside and play video games. You're her, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, <laughs> if I go to this movie, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. If you're not primed to, for yeah. a movie like that, you're yeah. not going to enjoy a movie like right. that. But you need to watch more Del Toro. Like you need to see Pan's Labyrinth. I hope you've seen The Devil's Backbone. Cause, yes. Okay. Because I think I watched it with you at some point. Okay. Long ago. Well, like I think before the podcast even started. Yeah. It, it's God. It's confusing because like so many things he's done. Like Del Toro presents. It's like the things people Tarant- mm-hmm. think Tarantino directed when he had nothing to do with it. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like because then like the 
orphanage or the orphan or whatever the hell it was was pretty good. This is not. It's well, it's like well, this is Del Toro esque, but it's not actually him. Yeah, like he's had other things that were pretty good. That, yeah, that I don't think were actually his. It's confusing. Yeah. I need to go back and rewatch Kronos. I saw that like years ago before. It was like I don't even know who he was, and again, I was just like I don't even know what this is, and it's confusing. But I bet I would have a whole totally different appear- opinion of it now. I feel like I need to watch Mimic again, even though I know it's garbage. Like, I know there's probably something to it, but the studio fucked it. It's yeah, Mimic, that... Mimic is like Blade 2 to me. It's like, yeah, I see. You can see DNA of something better here. It's just still not good. Yeah, I just remember that I'm sorry, just being you know, like, junk. Blade 2 is not good, people. Like, I know you want to like Del Toro, but it's not good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that recent. Like, Blade 2 is the best. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's really not. It's not really. It's... I mean, you can like Del Toro fine, but that movie's still a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's the best he could do with a blade thing, but it's like, yeah. it's not. A no, good I, I feel the same way when I watch Hellboy. I'm like, there are people like, no, they can't remake Hellboy. They can't do, they can't redo this. I'm like, why not? Because it would work. These were, these are a lot of missed potential. Yeah. Both of them. I mean, I, I like the first Hellboy a lot, but I like the second Hellboy better. I mean, second Hellboy felt like it. I liked the second one better. Too. It, it let him like be more Del Toro esque. Yeah. You know, like that whole. When they go to that market and it's mm-hmm. just like, holy fuck, everything is going crazier. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Is it me? Am I- yeah, you right. can go ahead. Because I there's stuff I watch for Golden Jocks, but I just. Okay. I ran out of steam about talking about any of it because well, it's been a few weeks since yeah, I watched I'm, I'm it. Gonna, I'm basically just going to rapid fire the things that I caught up with and mm-hmm. give quick opinions, I guess. Yeah. Um, I kind of talked about it when we did a Golden Jocks episode, but I just kind of want to reiterate, like, CXXX3. <laughs> like Return of Xander Cage, mm-hmm. that is like such a Banff cast movie, and it's real dumb. It's real dumb. <laughs> it's God. It's it's so '90s Mountain Dew bullshit field that it's fantastic now. Like it, it's just one of those things. Like I I found myself becoming nostalgic for the the type of movie that I absolutely hated when they were brand new. <laughs> that's that's just where I'm at right now. Yeah. Like just I don't know. Gleefully dumb I don't, movies. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Like when that was the rage of like, yeah, we're you know snowboarding off the. 747 into the Eiffel Tower and then we'll stop the bomb. Boom. You know, like that shit, like when it was new, it was like, fuck everything about this. But now I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, do that. Mm-hmm. And Donnie, Den- Donnie Den's fucking amazing in it. Well, he's always amazing. But... Thanks, Banff cast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So this one, I, 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 it's so weird because I ultimately don't think I like the movie, but I have to say you absolutely need to watch Split if you haven't. Yeah. Like, on a whole, I don't think it's awesome. It's pretty good for a Shyamalan movie, mm-hmm. but that's not saying much these days. Mm-hmm. But fucking uh, James McAvoy, holy yeah. shit, dude! Like that is his fucking performance of a lifetime. Seriously, like it's you almost like want to like go and like tap him on the shoulder and it's like stop. This movie's not going to be that good. <laughs> Save this for something better. <laughs> right. But there's, you know, he's probably never going to play a character like that again. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, he's a, he's a fucking tour de force in that movie, but just by on a whole, like that movie gets real dumb and predictable by the end and not, not twisty except for the bullshit tacked on like thing that probably everybody has had spoiled at this point. But I like that last scene. That was what. Sure. I mean, I don't know anything about it. Okay. Well, then I, yeah. won't, I won't say anything more. But. Yeah. I, I, I also watched it and hadn't talked about it. I thought that his performance is that movie, and without it, there is no movie. And like when it was over, I don't remember anything about 
that movie. It's just think, yeah. it's just a thing. Um, I mean, I think it's got I think the girl from the witch. In yeah, it, right? I was gonna say I think both leads are fantastic in it. It's just like ultimately by the end, it's like. But to me, it's impressive that it's not fucking Lady in the Water yes. or you it's know, it's a mostly straight, to- straightforward told story. Yeah, but I mean, not only that, it's just not you're not aggressively angry watching it like you were fucking wasting my time Shyamalan like mm-hmm. he has done recently yeah like I I was so fucking furious during Lady in the Water I was just like man fuck you I don't know what you think you're doing anymore but fuck you how dare you yeah this but, was pretty good yeah, it's I, yeah I, pretty would just, good. I would say like it's worth a watch if nothing else but for yes. the performances and yes. you know maybe you'll have a slightly higher take on it by yeah. where it goes by the end but mm-hmm. whatever yep um, another movie that I don't have a ton of opinions on, but I would say it's still worth a watch. I watched Logan Lucky. Yeah. Um, it's it's good. It's I mean, it's a low rent heist movie. You know, mm-hmm. it's I mean, not the quality of the movie. I'm just saying, like, it's it's dumb people doing a heist movie instead of Danny Ocean and company. It's you a know? low stakes heist. Yeah, movie. It's a, well, no, the stakes no, are pretty stakes, high. They're, they're yeah. stealing oh, a lot yeah. of money. I'm it's, just saying, it's like it's dumb people somehow kind of making this all happen just mm-hmm. by the accident. But it's it's. It's better than I thought it was going to be based on the trailers. It, 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 the trailers a, are bad. By a lot. Like, I yeah, mean, the trailers other, are really bad. Other than like Daniel Craig, like him showing up the trailers, I was like, all right, I might be in to see him do whatever the hell he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that's what, like I was watching the trailers like, what is this? Like yeah. C-Tate, come on. And then like, then it said Soderbergh and I was like, huh? And then it was like Daniel Craig showed up and I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I love his credit. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, it was introducing he, Daniel Craig. He, he does that. <laughs> Soderbergh does that in like everyone's yeah, movies. He introduces I think he introduced Brad Pitt in one of his okay. movies. Well, he good. introduced Julia Roberts in Ocean's Eleven, yeah. I believe. Okay, he, he does yeah. this. That's nice. Um, yeah, it's worth a watch. Uh, okay, these are gonna be quicker. Uh, I watched The Beguiled because I was trying to do Golden Jocks, and I, I liked Sofia Coppola's movies, mm-hmm. just every single one of them in some capacity. Um, I know they're not for everybody; they're super polarizing movies. Uh, but I mean, like for me, Lost in Translation, top. Then probably like Virgin Suicides, and I even like Marie Antoinette. You know. It's weird and quirky and weird. I, I don't know. But the Beguiled, it's one of those things like, man, just talk about a setting I just don't give a fuck about. Like, it's it's kind of like it's it's that it was that uphill climb of like what I suspect one day when I see Phantom Thread will be is mm-hmm. like, I just don't give a shit about this setting. You can make a good movie, but there's just certain things I'm just like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. It was okay by the end. That's like, why I've yeah. never watched The Age of Innocence, despite loving Scorsese. I've just been like, "Oh yeah, uh, God, yeah. dude, no, this is not what I want from you. I don't give a shit about this at all." So yeah, but I mean, it's I, I don't know, it, it's kind of worth a watch. Again, you're just you're watching it for performances, and I guess maybe to just go like, "Man, it would have really sucked living at that time." I, I appreciate movies that show you shitty times and make them seem shitty instead yeah. of appealing. That's you know, always a plus. Well, like, I just like, you know, there should not be a version of like Les Mis where you go like, oh, I want to be there. No, yeah. no fuck that place. <laughs> fuck that time. Fuck everything. Like, yeah. you know, walking through shit in the streets and fuck all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I said, I appreciate it for like, yeah, no, living in Virginia in the fucking Civil War would be a bad idea. Yes. So absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> for lots of reason. Take that to the bank. <laughs> uh, all right. Two more quick ones. Uh, because one of them was bright. We talked at length we about did. that we had on a whole podcast, podcast extra about, about that. Yeah. About that. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say one more that I think is is worth a watch, and then maybe have a tiny fight with Chuck. Uh, <laughs> I watched the Great Wall, the Matt Damon movie. Uh-huh. Uh, man, like that is a, that is a tough movie to nail down because on one hand, it's very much a Bamfcast movie. However, and I should look up the name. Um, it's directed by the guy who made House of Flying Daggers. 
Oh. So, mm. like, it's all Bamfcast plot with the fucking visuals of House of Flying Daggers. Hmm. I fucking loved it. <laughs> I mean, by yeah. the time, I mean, some some could argue Matt Damon's mis- miscast and not just for, like, you know, white guy saves, you know, Asian people mm-hmm. thing, but just different white guy, would I think, might have been different or better. He's not bad. It's just, like, it's a little hard to shake. Hey, it's Matt Damon, mm-hmm. you know, with yeah. funny wigs on. Um, <laughs> however, like... I, I watched this movie in 4K HDR. Holy shit. Like, there is there is one sequence towards the end of the movie. It's not important, the location for the plot. However, they're, like, in this big room that's full of, like, stained glass of various colors. And the HDR, like, God rays from all these different colors. Just fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. So, visually, the, the movie is a masterpiece. Plot-wise, it's pretty fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, it those two combined made for a... From me, so... All right. Yeah. It's just, it's a str- strange times we live in where like you get mm-hmm. super visual filmmaker making some dumb movie like that. And finally, I want to talk quickly about Geostorm. Talk about a movie we, man, Chuck and I, like Zero Hour, were like, we need to see fucking Geostorm before yeah. we do Golden Jocks. Yeah. Holy shit. This we went, were in a panic. We like, were like, we can't do this without seeing Geostorm. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. You might notice we didn't mention Geostorm during the Golden no, Jocks. No, we didn't. All right, so Chuck, I'm basing this. We haven't we haven't had a lot of discussion about Geostorm. However, no. I get the feeling like if we were rating this on Banffcast scale, this would be a four or five bagger. No, no, no. Okay, it seems like you really fucking hated Geostorm. I I was I was upset with how not good bad it was. If that makes sense, like I knew it was going to be stupid, mm-hmm. but this thing was. I mean, I. I I love the day after tomorrow to death. I will sing the praises of that movie forever. Anyone says that movie is bad. I will fight them. Day after tomorrow. Right? Yes. Okay. I mean, it's, this is kind of bad, that. but it's real dumb and, but highly watchable. I, I guess, I guess my problem with it was that because like they went back and reshot like an hour of it and I could see it. I could see In the Geostorm? scenes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there were scenes. I, I literally said this out loud when I was watching it. I was like, when I was there were certain scenes and I was like is this a Jerry Bruckheimer tribute that they're trying to pull off here and then I go back and read the research and they brought Bruckheimer in to do all the reshoots so anytime there were like shots that look straight out of gone in 60 seconds or something like that I'm like oh that's okay that's what that's what happened here okay so I was kind of pissed at it from the get-go because there's that opening scene in Congress that immediately I was like this was filmed way later they tack this on because the like the next scene explains everything that that scene did and i was just like that's we're we're just they're just throwing extra stuff in here that is not weather destruction okay and it was just like i don't know it just it was so stitched together it was making me angry okay well see i knew i know or knew or know nothing about the behind the scenes of this movie at all i didn't either so i'm just saying like coming to this a it's not a it's not like an end of the world, you know, uh, Roland Emmerich thing. You know, I mean, it's it's Dean Devlin, right? It's the yes. guy who wrote all of his stuff, but like, yeah, you know, his him, producing partner. Yeah. Uh, so, like, if you get that out of your head right out of the way, like, you know, you're, you're going to get some, you're going to get plenty of destruction. It's just like, it's that's not the driving force of this movie for the majority of it. Which is weird. It is weird. <laughs> but, like, strangely, I found it kind of compelling. Like, when it swerved on me, I went with the swerve and I enjoyed it. Okay. So, like... I would say like ha- at least half of this movie, if not more, is like twenty four in space. 
It's exactly. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying it's, it's a lot of like, well, who, you know, who's the mole and things and mm-hmm. stuff. And but they're on a fucking space station. So I'm in, you know, like, I mean, it's just like we're, we're not it's not weather destroying things. But honestly, a lot of the weather destroying stuff didn't look that great. So it was like yeah. I was kind of OK with them, like swerving into a different storyline. I I guess we're not going to have an argument that I thought we were going to have because I, I thought you like really fucking hated this movie. No. Like, based on your, you know, your afterwards comments so no no i i was like i said i was upset that it wasn't the dumb fun i wanted it to sure be. it was just dumb sure like okay. i was sh- like i now have mackie full-time in my head when you were shouting at ricochet mm-hmm. like you were just like this is fucking stupid like you were just shouting it in the theater when like he threw the gun at him and he yeah. caught it it was like aha you shot your partner with this gun when you shouted that that has become the go-to audio file in my head when i'm just pissed off at <laughs> how welcome. stupid a movie is i hear you shouting that and so that's where i was at in geostorm i was just like this is so fucking stupid like this is unbelievably stupid i i did just sat there was just like i can't believe how fucking stupid this is <laughs> so okay. i wanted smart stupid if yeah, that i mean sense. i i'm not saying i'm coming at it to defend it like oh my god this is a masterpiece what's wrong with you i'm just i had a lot of fun with this movie and when it was over most of it immediately went yeah. out of my head because yeah. like there's a lot of dumb dangling plot points that go nowhere like there's there's a strange love story thing that sort of happens between him and like chief scientist lady and it's like <laughs> was that happening because yeah. like they, they're kind of lovey at the end it's like wait what i, I mean know. is this just like a we survived together hooray you know like yep it's it's weird like yep. it just kind of comes out of nowhere so yeah his uh gerard butler's brother annoyed the shit out of me because he was always he was like Whenever David Spade would do a Michael J. Fox impersonation on Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. he was that. He was always like running in, constantly out of breath, just stressed to the max. And it was just like, dude. I don't know that the world is ever going to figure out what to do with Jim Sturgis. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think they are. No. Like, I just don't think. Yeah. Like, I, I think like, hey, we cast you in that Beatles movie thing. You're good for that. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, all right, go away. Like, you're like the Ethan Hawke now. You're just kind of hanging around. It's like, yeah. do you have a point? Like. <laughs> And then just like you were good in a couple things, but you can go away now, Ethan. Yeah, like really. But then like two UK dudes playing American brothers. You're just like, just fucking let them be from the UK. What does it matter? Yes. What are you doing? (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I will say for as stupid as it is and like the reveal of who the villain is in the movie, the entire Orlando sequence is fucking some of the dumbest, greatest shit I've seen. Like the 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 weather bullshit that is happening during that entire thing is that was where the movie almost won me back, where I was just like, all right, do the rest of this. That's fine. Because that was all hot bullshit. <laughs> Everything that happened in Orlando was, was the, the hottest bullshit. Well, I guess they didn't have it was slightly in the future or something, because didn't the dude have like a little smart car, electric car, the in like the Indian dude or whatever? No, didn't no, they all have these Asian weird dude. like things that would snap out? Like, didn't they have these like, yeah, yeah, it was, like, it was like slightly future. Yeah, because they had these like space phones that they would throw was, them out. I was thinking it was he was a Chinese dude, yeah. I think. Yeah, but yeah. like he had like there was that part where he was getting away and like it's like this weird electric smart like it's this tiny little Mm-hmm. you know electric car thing and he's like running from weather yeah it's- <laughs> there's a lot of running from weather <laughs> it's just not as good as running from weather in the day after tomorrow because cold was chasing people down hallways and that's the fucking best yeah running from wind yep and then they would get in the room and there would be wolves <laughs> <laughs> so yeah geostorm was just it just wasn't the dumb fun i wanted it to be okay that's so. fair yeah, just, I'm not like I wasn't like going to be like Geostorm's a masterpiece. Yeah, no, how dare you? No, I, just, I would argue that more for the Great Wall. Believe it or not, right? like I mean, that is a movie I just slept on for so long. It was just like 
And then when I, you know, it was like it was one of those things. I was just like, I don't want to watch Matt Damon save the Asian people because I thought mm-hmm. it was like literally like he's going to go there and fight a war on the Great Wall. And then it was like, no, they're fighting like dragon things. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> I just figured it was the Last Samurai. I yeah, just, exactly. That's yeah. what I mean because yeah. I never saw the reveal trailer. It was like, no, it's fucking dragon shit. And it was <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't know that what? either. <laughs> so now that I know it's dragon shit, I'm in. Yeah, love dragon shit. <laughs> creature shit I'd big say. fan not, of gri- not big yeah. fan of dragon shit yeah not, you know full-on dragons just these okay. cre- dragon-like creatures right <laughs> right so so yeah. uh i just want to say that i w- watched like 17 movies in the last two weeks um i've been going through bamcast possibilities and just weeding them out because we've had stacks of like those multi-movie discs mm-hmm. for the longest time that we've never even cracked open. I was like, you know what? I need to verify if any of these are any good. Uh, they aren't. <laughs> mm. So, but that gives me the chance to say that on the BAMFCast website, bmfcast.com, uh, we added all our links to the letterbox sites that we have. Oh, so okay. if you want to see the 17 movies I watched in the last two weeks, it's on my link. You can go look at that. So just not going to talk about any of them because none of them worth talking about. Okay. Yep. They didn't deserve it. No. No. All right. Do you guys want some emails? Sure do. Yeah. We got emails. <laughs> Why are you laughing well, at that? That's good. That's that good because like, I want some. Yeah, because you asked us if we wanted some, and I said yes. So. <laughs> if you'd be like, well, we don't have any emails. You'd be like, <laughs> like you, uh, how's you, it feel to want, you fucker? You motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I could have done that to you, but we have emails. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Bring him. <laughs> uh, first one up is from Seth, who says, New Year's and anti-recommendations. Hmm. Happy New Year's, Bamfcasters. It's Seth from North Carolina, and I wanted to say thank you for seven years of gracing my ear holes with your podcast. Came upon your podcast back in 2011 after stumbling down the rabbit hole that is Chuck's water cooler films, and you guys have been making me laugh for several years without ceasing. Whether it's your amazing iced tea impressions, the use of the word beef, or what feels like hours on end, it's that, that's, that's <laughs> something only live stream people will understand. Yeah, yes. But anyway, beef. Uh, <laughs> For it feels like hours on end, or the most amazing Domino's promotions ever, you guys have never <laughs> ceased to deliver. I want to take a brief minute and save you from two of the worst movies imaginable, mm-hmm. The Invisible Maniac and Psychos in Love. 1990s The Invisible Maniac may have a triple T ratio to match even the best your library has to offer, but it drops in aw- awesomeness rather quickly. From tops removed by what most <laughs> have been a leaf blower to completely visible wires during the climactic battle between two invisible opponents, this movie should have had everything. Alas, it did not. With uh, rape scenes that appear all too frequently and the worst acting this side of Birdemic, this movie deserves a pass. However, Chuck may want to punish himself with it during next year's 31 days of Already Halloween. did. Not, no. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> like it was Chuck actually it. a 31 and 31 episode or just something no, no, you no, came no, across? No, no. I, I, it, was, it was in the stack of movies for 1990 year. Yeah. I was going to say, if it's from 1990, yeah. chances are it has graced one of our eyes at some point yeah that was one i was like i don't know about this one and i was like oh yeah no no way yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah but right, we we make no apologies for uh you know basically filtering out any movies with gratuitous rape in them yes so except for the last two weeks sorry about that well <laughs> we didn't they know. were thwarted yeah Anyway, uh, 1987 Psychos in Love is likewise praiseworthy for its triple T ratio, but the constant breaking of the fourth wall ruins what would have been an otherwise eh movie. There's gore, gags, gag jokes that sometimes pay off, and plenty of terrible repetitions of the phrase, grapes, I hate grapes, but the movie never pulls itself together. One bonus, however, is the interview provided on the 2009 DVD release with writer-star Carmine Capobianco. He seems to not only love himself and his work, but practically credits himself with creating the comedy horror genre. Oh, well, how about that? Crash and burn, Seth. 
Good for you, Carmine Capo Bianco. Yeah. I'm sure some will dispute your claims. I guess you haven't heard of a movie called House. <laughs> House. Came out before that. Yeah. There there were a few movies that came out before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one up is from Justin, who says, Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. Hey, guys. Years ago, 1992, I was in L.A., and I applied for a job with Roger Corman's Concord slash New Horizon Studios. No, I didn't get the job. After the interview, I was asked if I wanted a tour of the studio and jumped at the chance. One of the associate producers led me around the sets. I was incredibly proud of the fact they were shooting the Fantastic Four movie. Mm -hmm. Being a huge comic book nerd, I was impressed. Then I stopped dead in my tracks and asked if they were honestly shooting it on Corman's budget. And they were. I'm (laughs) I'm assuming my look of disbelief is the reason I didn't get the job. As the years went by, I would wonder from time to time why this movie was never officially released. Why just the bootleg copies that were floating around. Then, the other day, while surfing on Hulu, I came across a documentary called Doomed, the untold story of Roger Corman's Fantastic Four, and all my questions were answered. If you want to know what happened from Stan Lee bad-mouthing the film to all the stuff that happened behind the scenes to get it made, and why a copy even exists after the work print was allegedly shredded, I highly recommend it. Movie goes into detail on how Hollywood works when it comes to making movies just to keep the rights to certain properties. No matter at what angle you're watching the movie from, it's fascinating. Keep up the great work, guys. Justin from Nebraska, sent from my iPhone. And you talked about that on your uh, Bamfcast Rewind yeah. video. Yep. And then I, I watched it too. Yeah. Carlo watched it also. Um, yeah, it's it's a fascinating documentary. Mm-hmm. It's it's exactly what you want it to be. It's it's yeah. it's weird because like I I could sh- I, not that I think like anything's wrong with the documentary, but I mean it's one of those things where like you could shave thirty minutes. I mean, I guess you know it's just like it felt that it needed to be a feature length documentary. Yeah. I I, mean, I, I think not, they probably like, used all the interview footage they yeah. had. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I just some subjects it's like you don't always have to make a feature length documentary like there are, there are homes for it you know like yeah. some if it's going to show up on Hulu or Netflix or whatever they don't care if it's an hour or if it's 90 minutes you know it's not like you're well this was a kickstarter thing it wasn't like oh, okay. made for one of the streaming services and i think they were just like you know what this is our chance to show as much sure, fantastic sure. four footage as possible yeah as- I, like i said i have nothing i i can point to and say well get rid of that i'm yeah. just saying some things like that it's like mm, you need 90 minutes to tell me all this Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, last one we got is from uh, Jay from Vegas. Oh. Who says, Yo, Tanya is the name of I, Tanya in Spanish. And this joke is for Josh from Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bamfcast crew. <laughs> Jake is here. And I just got out of a showing of I, Tanya. And holy shit, that movie. The film is a period piece that runs chronologically through Harding's life from ages four to 23 that cuts to the modern day interview format for expositions. Exposition <laughs> for exposition, along with fourth wall breaks that offer exposition when a hard cut would break the film's flow. Mm-hmm. It sounds odd, but it works great, especially in one scene where Tanya Harding breaks the fourth wall during a fight with Sean Galuli to tell to say that Galuli correctly remembers this incident, but not the time it takes place. The best part comes at the end when they play real clips of the real people and confirm the crazy shit Sean Eckhart says in the movie that felt like the typical Hollywood lying to make the story better fluffing was in fact real fucking quotes. In conclusion, I cannot recommend I, Tanya enough. It has fantastic acting, gorgeous cinematography, and had me glued to my seat for the two-hour runtime to hear a story that 14-year-old me completely ignored because my life back then centered on Super Nintendo and Queensryche. <laughs> Have a happy and kneecap break-free 2018, Jay, sent from my vinyl copy of Operation Mindcrime. Yeah, the preview yeah. for that came up uh, before Shape of Water, and I was like, okay, now I see what that movie's going for, and mm-hmm. that looks way better than what I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's another thing. Like you, you pitch that movie to me without me seeing a trailer or any footage, I'd be like, mm, "I'm good. I don't 
didn't care about the actual happening, much less watching a movie dramatizing it. The trailer sells the shit oh, out of it. Absolutely. That movie. No, no, I'm saying I have seen the trailer and yeah. like I'm saying seeing footage, I'm like, no, I need to I need to put this movie in my eyeballs mm-hmm. pretty soon. Yeah. Especially when they were like, It's the good fellows of figure skating. I was like, Sold. Like if you wanna <laughs> you want to one line pitch me a movie, just say anything's the good fellows of anything and I'll I'll fucking watch it. Yeah. Yeah. But you just have to call it Yo Tanya. <laughs> That's true. Yo Tanya. Uno por yo Tanya. <laughs> yeah, that's that what stuff. you say. The ticket taker. Do you? If you're if you're where they spreca the Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> they partly do uh, Espanol. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> Killing me here. Exactly. Excellent all right. point. That's all we got this week. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, contact info. Just go to bmfcast.com. Literally, yeah. that's all you have to do. Like all of the buttons and the things to the socials are there. Everything. Um, if you if you need quick, you know, immediate contacting information, write to us at bmf at bmfcast dot com or call the Garfield phone nine one zero five jocks bmf. That's nine one zero five five six nine two six three. Correct. Yep. And Patreon, Patreon dot com slash bmfcast. Mm-hmm. Bonus shows, bonus stuff, all sorts of things going on there. Yep. Launched a new thing this week. New new stuff is new shit is coming to light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three dollar level. Uh, you get access to Let's Slay, yeah, which is us playing uh, old beat 'em up arcade games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quarter readers. Yeah, Bamcast worthy video games. Yeah, yeah. stuff with explosions. Mm-hmm. And patrons, I mean, <laughs> there has long been a dormant BBS owed to you for a very, very long time. I'm getting to the point. I don't know that we're going to keep doing that. So we're trying to provide other things. Uh, we're we're working through some things because. Believe it or not, making a dumbass clip show like that takes a long fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> like a long time. Yeah. So. But we're going to promise We promise you there will be other rewards and. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll still throw yeah. together a BBS from time to time. Yeah. We don't know. The anniversary is coming up too. So we need to. Right, we have update for year three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which will hopefully be a huge one. Yeah. We still have one cool thing coming soon. Mm-hmm. We've been teasing it for a while, but it is coming soon. We yeah. promise. You're going to like it. Yep. You're going to it. Of course we are. Yeah. Well. All right. Let's get out of here, shall we? Let's. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. Banffcast out.